stand by you. I'll stand by you. Won't let nobody hurt you. Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Julie Pyatt, sometimes known as Srimati, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really truly means to live a life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. Hi, beautiful cosmic family. I am still a little raw and vulnerable, uh, if I'm going to be really honest, which of course I am. Otherwise, why would I be doing this podcast? I um, I have been uh, on retreat. I have taken a pause from Divine Throughline and generally from social media. It's going on, I think, five months, which I never, ever intended it to be that long. So where have I been? What have I been doing? Why did I take a break uh, from sharing on this platform? I love this platform. It's been immensely uh, powerful and very, very beautiful. And I love and adore it. And so I am not abandoning it at all. I just needed a moment. I needed a moment to gather my energy and to cultivate discernment in my life. And I had just finished completing uh, hosting a week-long transformational retreat in the countryside of Italy with my beloved Rich Roll. We um, were with uh, about 50 people total for a week of incredible plant-based food, uh, celebrating the release of our cookbook, The Plant Power Way Italia, which was the um, culmination of my mastery in plant-based cheese that I had expressed in the book uh, a year ago, June, This Cheese is Nuts. And now I was able to bring the cheese into these Italian recipes and really celebrate this country that I love and cherish and consider to be a part-time home uh, of for me and my family. The retreat was extraordinary. Um, there is something extremely powerful for me as an energy. It seems that on retreat, I am able to cultivate and bring together all of me. And in that environment, I'm able to share at a very, very deep level. And so I left the retreat feeling truly connected and truly as if I had served my divine design in a very uh, devotional way, very authentic way, and in a way that uh, ends up really being of service to people. And so I know from the letters and messages that I've received since that time that what I was able to create is a container for people to truly transform their lives. And there is no one I'd rather do it with than my my dear beloved partner and creative uh, muse and lover and father of my children, Rich Roll. Um, and that was really, really amazing. Um, however, it also was a culmination of this identity that I had embodied, being able to uh, create food. So I'm, I'm an artist and I use whatever medium is in front of me. And it became very clear that I had a knack for food, that my process of feeding rich 
and fueling him while he was doing these extreme races, like double Ironmans and five Ironmans on five Hawaiian islands in under a week. (laughs) Um, During that time, it started as a devotional offering to him, just trying to love him and support him. And it became clear that food was really a portal that many of us, it's the first step. It's how we start to connect with our greater being and how we start to really tune in. Uh, You know, so many of us have been sleepwalking. We're eating processed food. We're just eating food because that's how we grew up. Or let's say we have some imbalances or some addictions or uh, just some emotions that we're stuffing with food or trying to work out with food. It seems uh, that food is really, really an important portal. And it was kind of a surprise to me, but that fueled the decision for me to go into uh, creating plant-based recipes that I could share all over the planet with families so that they could find uh, ways to feed and fuel themselves and their loved ones into connecting with and remembering their most authentic self. And as I'm on this subject, I'm going to seamlessly now uh, remind you guys that I have a meal planning service that's called the Plant Power Way Meal Planner. Rich and I developed it along with an amazing team. And this service is just under $2 a week. It's a customized meal planning service that actually creates menus for the entire week along with shopping lists and even in some select areas, grocery delivery. Well, I never imagined the impact this uh, program was going to have on people, but I have to say that the response has been overwhelmingly um, positive, just the letters and messages we receive. And, you know, even me, uh, I'm in a period of my life right now where, you know, I want new inspiration and uh, I really, really need a service like this and utilize this service to just plan my week out so that I can actually tap into some new inspiration. So even a vegan chef who's the author of three cookbooks, and I have over, I guess, with all three, maybe upwards of 350 recipes, even me, even I um, sometimes need outside inspiration. And I definitely need the organizational help and support. And so I have a couple promo codes for you guys. Um, I'm going to have to find them in perfect Srimati form. I didn't have them here. So just bear with me one sec. Okay, so if you go to My website, srimati.com, you will see a pop-up window that comes up for the meal planner. Click on that, and then if you use the promo code RRTRIBE, all caps, you'll get 10% off a monthly or yearly membership, or you can use the promo code POWER20, and it will give you $20 off a yearly membership. So I don't know which one of those is more ideal, You can check them out, do the math, figure out which one you want. And uh, it's an amazing service. So I hope you guys find that helpful and supportive for you in your own lives. So after the retreat, I got back. I can't remember if this was before the retreat or after, but I think my retreat, my need to retreat began with the occurrence of children being separated from their families due to the immigration laws. And 
you guys know that I'm a mother before anything else, and it just really slayed me. As with many human conditions on this planet, I was struggling to find the spiritual perspective, um, struggling to find the divine through line in these, this violence and these uh, just very anti-human acts that we experience every day on planet Earth. And so that was kind of the beginning, and I went into meditation and uh, was exploring and discerning and um, expressing my energy in ways that I felt could be beneficial, that I felt could be supportive, and that could be effective to, uh, to transcend, to, to lift, to heal, to add comfort, uh, and to somehow um, also honor our journeys as spiritual beings having a human experience. However, with me, I have so many questions. It's not an easy, um, it's not an easy awareness to hold. And I always find there are two things going on. There is the greater being and the spiritual perspective. And then is there is the very real suffering of a child being torn from his mother or father. And that is just, it's a real thing. And so for me in my healing, in, you know, if I use the word healing or my mentorship of remembrance or my activations or my initiations or what I'm offering to you, I address both tracks. So again, I am not separated from human suffering. However, I am expansive in the multidimensional aspect of my being. And as I'm at a new point in evolution, this is bringing lots of questions. And so Revitalize came up in June, and this is a wellness summit of over 200 uh, wellness experts that's put on by Mind Body Green. And I just want to honor uh, Colleen and Jason Walkup for, for the creation of this amazing event with such heart and such beauty. And I think a very sincere intention to create a dialogue around wellness practices and ways that we can make our life better. And the theme this year was um, poignantly and beautifully mental health. We've had a year and had a moment in our public forum where we have seen lots of uh celebrities or let's say very famous musicians, people who we would idealize and um, idolize and possibly feel that they were living their best life. And we have seen uh, many of these beings choose to transit via means of suicide. And so this is bringing a big focus on mental health. And it is something that I am very connected to in my uh, private sessions with clients. It's something that I, I care very much about. Um, and there is a need for us to find a way to develop support around these issues. It became clear to me in the summit that using the old channels and the old pathways to bring this into public awareness was not something that I am able to participate with or something that I feel is representative of where we need to go. So we are being presented with opportunities to have quantum jumps, leaps into expanded ways of being, 
and uh, reestablishing uh, imbalances in the physical body uh, in medical terms uh, connected to pharmaceutical uh, resolutions is not a pathway into transcendence. And I think I was given the gift of being shown how much uh, some of the work that I'm able to offer is needed. And, it, and unfortunately, or fortunately, it led me into seclusion because it became very, very apparent that um, I wanted to commit my life at a very, uh, in a very focused way, utilizing the highest discernment that I can grasp and also make sure that I am contributing in a way that is in pure alignment with my authentic design. And this is true for every single individual. This is why I always say that the quantum solutions are existing in the children. And we need to stop putting the children into standardized boxes so that we can see the gifts that they came here to share. We need quantum solutions. We need to break the box. We need to go beyond the paradigms. And so for whatever reason, it was sort of like a meeting of all these, all these experiences, the first being that Mind Body Green honored me and invited me to co-bless the event with Shaman Durek. And so I was able to be on the, sh on the stage in my authentic voice, in my presence, and I was able to offer an energetic transmission, which was felt and which was recognized. And I am so grateful for that community. So please don't misunderstand my perspective of, you know, as one of judgment, um, I understand that each of us came to contribute. It just became apparent that uh, it was time for me to step into what I really came here to offer. And so at a, at a highest level, when somebody comes to me and they have a loved one who has chosen suicide as their point of exit, there's many different perspectives. And the greatest perspective is that it was their divine choice. So I don't subscribe to the belief that suicide is a sin. Uh, sin has no place in my energetic field. So it's a choice. It's a choice of exit. It could be a very powerful choice of exit. However, we also have the other half, which is we have mothers and families and children that are left with the trauma of the choice of exit. And then we have other possibilities of energies which may have influenced this choice. And that depends on if there was uh, you know, drug addiction or there was social influence or there were unresolved traumas. And at the end of the day, it's all divine. However, if we can develop some tools and practices that can clear some of these energetics, we can offer beings a different option. But once again, there is no judgment over that choice of exit in a pure uh, spiritual forum. 
So this led me to, uh, I've been working with a lot of physical friends, which has been really beautiful. Um, I had an amazing afternoon. I went to the beach, actually spontaneously ran into my friend Lucy Pinter, who is an extraordinary fashion designer and artist and a true warrior. And just, I love that beautiful woman so much. Um, she, uh, we ran into each other at Sun Life Organics in line and spontaneously went to the beach together. And we just laid on the beach in Malibu for four hours. And I found out all about her childhood and her family. And we've been friends for years and I never even knew because we're always meeting in a certain, you know, a certain gathering, a certain forum. So that was really beautiful to just be able to sit there and, and I had confirmation of why I love her so much. It just was really a beautiful afternoon, and she felt the same way. I also have been uh, receiving body work from the most gifted body worker on planet Earth. His name is Sion, Sion Nobs. And uh, he's been holding space for me for years. Every time I go through an energetic expansion, I go to his sound yurt in the mountains and he devotes three hours of his love and devotion to helping me um, transcend, process energy, harmonize energy. And I always drive away just, just, just thinking to myself, I can't believe I even know him. Like I can't believe that he's even in my life. I've also spent time with a very gifted yoga therapist named uh, Michael Manfredo and his beloved Atsuko. And they actually are my mom's Tai Chi masters. And they also um, teach my friend June Laux, who is a very, very advanced yogini who is doing every asana uh, that has ever existed. And she's amazing. Um, so I've been working with Michael and Itsuko. And one day, Michael was stretching my leg in one, in one direction, and my leg wouldn't fit. And I said, okay, uh, I'll move my mat, because we were in my bedroom. And I said, I'll move my mat over. I'm stating the obvious. And he says to me, giggling, he says, or we could move the bed. And that one comment, just sliced through my awareness like a Zen sword. It was like as if it stopped everything dead in its tracks. And he didn't mean it like that, but I literally heard it reverberating in my consciousness for weeks afterwards, days afterwards, and listening to my personality program, like defending itself, like I've dedicated my life to moving the bed. It, I'm, you know, I've, I've put such an effort to dedicate my life to moving the bed. And I started to giggle and I had this sort of inner experience of understanding that, um, you know, how much do we all know from our perspective and where was I vibrating from? Had I really assimilated into this neck, next level of expansion? And it became clear to me that I didn't want to spend time. I definitely have no interest in creating more karma. So I have no interest in engaging in activities that are not in pure alignment with my soul, that are not really on point. So at the end of the day, it really has to be my life that I led. And what I share on this podcast or in anything that I offer is basically 
an offshoot of my own personal experience. I am not here to convince anyone of anything. I am a uh, multidimensional being experiencing a part of herself in this body that is sometimes called Julie Pyatt, that is sometimes called Srimati. At the present moment, I'm not relating to either. They feel like they're not even me. I have no connection to either one of those names, but it gets to be complicated because how do I show up? (laughs) I have to use one of those names. So my point is, is that I am here to devote and honor my life. Hopefully by sharing my process of discovery, the many questions that I have, the techniques that come through me that I'm able to establish for a connected, aware way of living and being uh, may prove to be uh, useful. Maybe you may grab one part of what I'm sharing and it may ignite your life. Uh, Hopefully my life will be an offering of devotion to my own life. This comes in the ways of books, of music, of this podcast, of techniques, of yoga practices, of breathing, of meditation, of visualizations, of different kinds of healing, mentorship, expansion, all of these kinds of things. Uh, They may provide some inspiration from you. You may see, oh, wait, there's another way. Ah, she did this another way. But as somebody posted recently, the big maybe risk of me turning this mic on and sharing with you rather than staying in hibernation, which is sometimes what I feel like doing, is that you would think my life was your life. And let me be very clear. My life is not your life. You are unique to you and you alone. I am unique to me and me alone. And so at the end of the day, no matter how many amazing people I meet or how many amazing healers I know or multidimensional forces who are experiencing life in all these different ways, they can see things that you know, we don't see with our human eyes. They can feel things. They can travel into other realms and experience other life forms, universes. It's amazing what people are experiencing. And yet at the end of the day, it's my life. This is my life. I came to embody my life. And in my life, I incarnated as a mother. I incarnated with a bunch of kids, with uh, a number of marriages, I've been working in a very human way, in a very embodied way, to uh, bridge these two energies of spiritual and physical. So this is my life. At the end of the day, when I put my pillow, my head down on my pillow, at the end of the day, when I put my head down on my pillow, it must be my life that that I lived. And this requires a lot of maturity, a lot of courage, a lot of expansion. I'm working on uh, releasing any reaction to anybody's comments about me. And part of this is, uh, you know, I can't deny and I have to tell you how grateful I am for so many comments of support, for for community, for humanity, for connection. It's so deeply meaningful to me when I hear that something that I shared ignited something within all of you. And at the same time, 
there is the the contrast because we live in a world of contrast so there's the contrast of the other energies that are completely um you know angry and upset about what i'm sharing or could be and i'm discerning what is the highest path for that and and where i'm getting to is this neutrality it's a neutrality of really clearing myself of having any attachment to any of it in any shape or form you know often when I've had my most, my deepest artistic experiences, for instance, with my first two albums, Mother of Mine and Jai Home, the music came to me so spontaneously as I was in a place of devotion that if anybody tells me they don't like my music, it has nothing to do, it, it does nothing inside of me. It just does nothing. I, my answer is, well, tell God about that if you don't like it, because I had nothing to do with it. It literally just arrived. And a lot of what I'm expressing in my life has that quality to it. Um, And there's still little aspects of little Julie uh, who need nurturing and recognition and a little bit of comfort and a little bit of tenderness, just like all of us. So what is Divine Through Line going to be like from this point forward? It is um, transforming into an expression of something that I'm calling insension art. It's about the process of folding into myself so deeply and curating and expressing my life in an artful way. This is going to include music at the forefront Music is what my greatest joy is, what I came here to sing. I came here to share my songs and my music. And so that's going to be at the forefront. This podcast is going to be at the forefront as well. And on this podcast, I'm going to share these uh, techniques that I discern. I'm, I'm in a process of minimalist, like a minimalization of everything that I've collected over all of my lifetimes into a single expression. And I say single expression, but it has many elements. It also includes fashion. It includes um, a whole new rebranding of me, uh, this energy that is Julie Pyatt, that is Srimati. And now that there is a new energy that's come in that's called Water Tiger. Water Tiger is an analogy for me to merge with the nature of my being so deeply that there is no explanation required. There, there's just no need for anything except beingness, the isness of this beautiful life force that is me, that I have taken a body in, that I have chosen to express. This is going to include retreats because this is truly my dharma while I'm on this subject, I'm going to mention the two that I have coming up. I have a mastery retreat that is happening on Gozo. It is October 10th to the 13th. It is a very high-end experience. It's a very exclusive experience. I am taking a handful of people and literally igniting their soul mission throughout all space and time. This is not something for everyone. It is priced accordingly. So it is uh, a moment of activation into the expansion of who you are. It is not something you can make deals with or you can 
exert your preference or control over. It is a releasing and a surrender into your greater being. I am just so overwhelmingly happy and feel joyous to be able to go there and serve in this way. I have one or two spots that could potentially be left. If you are interested in this, you should email me at srimatimusic.com. Sorry, and that's not .com. srimatimusic at gmail.com. I gave my email address out to the planet on the Ritual Podcast and enjoyed interacting with so many of you. So thank you. But srimatimusic at gmail.com, if you're interested in the mastery, if this timing is too soon for you, um, please also let me know of your interest because I'm going to do dates again in June. The land on Gozo is ancient. It's older than the pyramids. It is a part of planet Earth that I spent some very significant time in my past lives. So it is a ripe, potent, energetic womb for us to activate into greater levels of expansion. So there's that. In addition, I'm going to be in Miami at the Sacred Space, November 8th through the 11th. I'm teaching the Beloved Retreat. This is a very potent, very deep three and a half day of falling into yourself of really connecting, really, really, really merging with who you really are. Um, This is, you can find out the information. Um, It's Conscious City Guide, The Beloved Retreat, Srimati. Also, email me if you're interested, and I'll get you the link, srimatimusic at gmail.com. You can also go to my website and look on retreats, srimati.com. I think it's there. So those were the two things that are coming up. Uh, that I wanted to let you know about. Um, I already told you about the meal planner, so that's an ongoing uh, uh, method of support for you guys. And then I am having a rebranding shoot this weekend with the amazing Jan Welters, who is the love and creative partner of Lucy Pinter. I have the immense honor of being styled by Lucy Pinter this week, and we are shooting a whole new rebranding for my expression in the world. Uh, I am just over the moon, so excited to shoot with these people. It's such an honor. Um, Let's talk about the ceremony of hair color. I wanted to just uh, check in that I started on this hair transformation back in February. It was before a major eclipse. And as I shared on social media and with some of you guys um, that I had been suffering from very severe headaches for over 25 years. And my headaches were very complex. Um, They came for a number of reasons, I think eight different reasons. And they do not line up to any description of a migraine headache, although I use that word to describe them because I didn't have another word for it. So starting in February, I uh, entered into a ceremony to um, clear trauma memory that was in my energetic head region and hair. And my friend Mel Nahas uh, stood space for me. She's the creator and founder of Conscious City Guide, a beautiful being. And she actually channeled a mantra from another realm. And I went through this initiation. My hair went from brown to blonde. And there I was 
a blonde for, I don't know, five months or something like that. I never wanted to be a blonde. That was not what I was trying to do. I was trying to get the color out of my hair to be platinum and then go into gray. So part of me embracing this gray, which is my natural hair color, um, sort of ties back into water tiger. And it was the fact that I had never had the courage to just look at what my hair really was. And I find this to be a very powerful experience to just look at what we are, look at where we are and see the beautiful gifts that are in that truth. Uh, of being. I had dyed my hair since I was probably 16. I had uh, gray, little strands of gray early. And then in the coming years, it was every, my hair grows super fast. It was like every, every eight days, you would see just white at the top of my head. And so this year has been sort of about falling into that. And I am finally uh, completely gray, uh, hopefully fashion gray. And I'm really loving it. I'm really enjoying this. Lucy and Jan love it. And they're completely the most art, artistic fashion people that I know. And so we're playing with that right now. And I'm in that, embodying that, feeling that, really enjoying my hair being so healthy and beautiful and soft. And I'm also not attached to it. I'm not saying that I'm going to be gray forever. Uh, I am in a process of activating more and more light in my body. So I am open to every experience of beauty in my life. I wish to experience a curated life, and I'm going to be sharing a lot of those beauty practices, um, fashion, as I said, um, curating objects that make the life beautiful. I was created to express beauty, and that is what I'm moving further into. So I think that's a great place to stop right now. I hope this has been a good check-in with you guys. Um, I'm going to be coming out with the rebranding in the coming weeks. Um, my shoot is just at the end of this week, so it shouldn't be very long. And um, I'm just really looking forward to the coming year. And as my friend Lara pointed out on social media, I am committed to stepping into all that I am in my own right. And so I will be sharing freely, courageously, with all of the spiritual knowledge that I have, everything that I have gathered in my many years of being here on planet earth and also multiple lifetimes. So as I can share that with you, I am committed to that. I am here for human transformation. I am here as a friend, as a fellow seeker, as a way shower, as somebody who might offer a little bit of light on your path home. And so until next time, please know that I'm sending you so much love and so much beauty in your life. And may grace and purity, authenticity and originality surround us all now and always. I'll see you guys next week or whenever I get the branding up. So it could be a few weeks. All right. Be well. Namaste. Why you look 
you 